Yo, 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 what it do? Welcome to another episode of Fuck Your Feelings. I'm your host, Brunson. We got the crew on the line today to talk that good shit back into our Black Vote Awareness series. So first up, we got the boy King Keys. How you doing? What up, though? We got Ricky Lake back. Hey, Lakey. What's going on, baby? How are you? I'm well. Thank you for joining us today. The boy Smitty. What up, what up, what up? And my man... Joining us for the first time, John Boy. How you doing, John? I'm doing great, man. Stand out of the way, stand positive. Hey, that's what I like to hear, baby. Everybody doing good out there? Yeah, everybody doing good. good. All right, track. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so we're going to get into this shit. So as y'all already know, this is our third episode of our Black Vote Awareness. And we just wanted to get out there and use our platform positively to talk about things in regards to the black community that we feel are important that we want to be seen addressed or in this upcoming election. So uh, first off, we're going to get right into it and we're going to talk about criminal justice. And we want to see, or I want to get your guys' opinion on in regards to criminal justice reform. What would y'all like to see change? What would y'all like to see done away with? Uh, what do you feel that could be a better system for us going forward. So I'm going to start off with Smitty. I'm going to go with you first and re- give me your opinion on regards to criminal justice reform. Uh, so I want to first off say that we definitely need a criminal justice reform and we need to, it, we need to have it in a way that is really innocent into proven guilty. Right. Where in currently in the United States, we say that we say that, but those are just words. Right. Uh, like you get you get denied bail, you get you you get arrested, held without uh without seeing a judge for a couple of days. There's like the way we do things in America with the criminal justice system, right off rip, puts you in the guilty guilty light, right? The like some people say the police wouldn't arrested you if you wasn't guilty, right? Like that's not even that that shouldn't even be the case. Like I should get the benefit of doubt when I'm being a when I'm being arrested and put in front of a judge. A judge should say, I'm granting you bail or uh, I'm letting you go on your own recognizance because you haven't done anything or this crime doesn't fit that, right? Like you were innocent until we proved that you're guilty. But what they're saying is you're guilty until you're proven innocent. And, and that's not how our system is. If we just use the system the way it was supposed to be used, I think the system is a good, uh, a good system in the sense of where it's, uh, you know, it's innocent to proven guilty. Uh, that's the that's the main thing. If we're going to move, if we're going to switch our system to guilty and then proven innocent, then let's do that. But as of now, our system doesn't work the way it's designed. Do you feel this should be switched to a guilty and to proven innocent? Just because, I mean, granted, you haven't went through your due process, but I mean, if I see you standing over a body with a murder weapon. And you tell me you did it. Isn't that kind of like, you know, I, I can't let you just go back out on the streets and be like, well, fuck it. Let me drop this, you know, one point nine million as my bond and then go to Burger King. Like, I can't let just let you out there. Right. Yeah. So my, my thought is, I don't know if I like that, because without without doing some things to kind of make it easier to uh, to prove your innocence. Uh, because I think it's very hard to prove you innocent, right? Because the the power of the government to hold, withhold evidence or to fabricate evidence or to do something uh, um, 
it's too making you guilty is too powerful for them right that's way too much power for the government because our government already abuses the innocent system just imagine if i if i could arrest you and you're guilty until you can go to court and prove that you're innocent like i don't know man that i think that's way too much power for them that's true keenan what's your thoughts all right so as far as what i would like to see done away you want more hot spots you funny (laughs) no um I think the uh, sentencing is all fucked up. I would like to see that uh, revamp. Um, I just don't think that, you know, a drug crime, especially now violence, should get the time that they get. You know, um, it's a drain on taxpayer money. You know, are you really trying to rehabilitate them? You know, I think it's all kind of fucked up. Uh, Prison, you know, is it really trying to help them? You know, is it designed uh, for them to fail, get more time? You know what I'm saying? It needs to be completely revamped. Um, I would like to see um, those times being cut for drug charges, nonviolent. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go with John, and then I'm going to go to Lake. So, John, what's your, what's your thoughts in regards to criminal justice reform? What would you like to see change? Well, first, I want to touch on something that Smitty has said about the uh, innocent until proven guilty. I feel like that's the way it should be also, but unless uncircumstantial evidence has been shown. Like, if you get caught red-handed doing something, they can't bond you out. You know what I'm saying? Because you're basically guilty already. But if the crime is still being investigated, they don't got no evidence, they don't got witnesses, I'm innocent until y'all prove that I'm guilty. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to fight for my innocence if y'all don't have nothing to fight against me being guilty. But if I get caught red-handed, like you said, standing over a body, Okay, let's hold him. He ain't getting no bond right now. But this guy, they say he got a call. He's been drug trafficking. Y'all didn't catch me doing nothing. I should be able to get a bond. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right away, immediately. Free bond. So what would you change in regards to, you know, in regards to that, like the mandatory sentences or three strike laws, especially like Keenan just said, you know, nonviolent drug charges. I mean, you see some people get more time than rapists and pedophiles get. So like, what's some yeah. of your thoughts about changing that? Well, so, well, in the Federal Bureau of Prisons, the FBLP, it goes off uh, your uh, past criminal history. You know what I'm saying? They got two They got two things that determine your uh, sentencing. Mm-hmm. Your criminal history and then the severity of the crime. And there's like a chart. And then they're going to go over to the numbers left and right and add it up. How many felons do you have? Okay, boom, three felons. But he only got caught with an ounce of weed. That don't mean nothing because I got three prior felonies. They're going to try to cook me. Now, if you get caught with an ounce of weed, you ain't never got no drug case or nothing, you can get out. But we both got caught with the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. You judging me off my past or something that may happen 20 years ago, it may happen 10 years ago, it may happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. It really don't matter because it's in the past. But I just feel like that should be taken away right there. Like the criminal history category, I mean, the uh, history, the criminal history. Okay. I thank you for that. And then, uh, Lake, what about you? think that the reforming starts with education first. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue is that if you don't know the law, then your ignorance is not the law's problem. And I think that's a problem in itself because a lot of times people don't know what type of sentencing they will even receive for the crime or lack thereof that they may have made. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you don't know a, a prime example, because it's really like deep to my heart. You know, my son's father in his first sentences took a consecutive or continuous three charges. Mm-hmm. So his second offense, quote unquote, or second jail time was actually his fourth offense. 
But because he wasn't educated, he was just thinking, okay, I'll serve the four years. All the charges will be good. And then, you know, I'm good. I'll be out in four years. Damn. No one taught him that you take those three charges. Those are your three strikes. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you so much as fucking jaywalk. You know what I mean? You are a habitual offender. And we can't afford lawyers that will really fight that case. So then you're in a situation where you have a court-appointed attorney. And we all know, depending, it doesn't matter what side they're on, they're still all court-appointed. They're all mm -hmm. overworked and underpaid, which is something that you don't really realize until you become an adult. But if you are an 18, 19-year-old man, you're not really educated on just how the system and the system of the business work. You know, and that's where a lot of people get caught up just at the fucking beginning of even getting into trouble. You know what I mean? It is a shame that people get judged by their crime. Like um, the young man said, you get you did something 20 years ago and that's still on your record. You can't even halfway get the shit expunged without paying the court more money. And if you don't even have a business degree, you don't even understand that how it's working on the inside and it has nothing to do with law, mm. you know, in the beginning. So it would be nice even if more community service, because we all know that it's directed towards us and our community, our young men, you know what I mean? But our young men aren't given the tools to even fight. They're given the tools to fail, you know, and there's no, it's like teaching credit. You know what I mean? Like right. no, no one's <laughs> right. teaching you how to live this life as an adult or if something happens. So reform starts at the beginning when they're eight, nine years old. The so, understanding of. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. So, you know, I was, you know, I was thinking about that, right? Like when you said like better lawyers or better education, I think the, one of the biggest, the biggest, um, problems in the criminal justice is the public defenders right they don't have no money right and you know it's really funny to hear like people cackle um in the back in the back of courtroom stuff like that like you are entitled to a defense but not a good defense you should be entitled to the best defense possible and if you can't afford it that's the government should be Able stepping to in it. to provide that good defense so so there is no question that you got your fair share in court Right. But instead, what I do is I pack the public defenders down with 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 caseload after caseload after caseload. And you just another number to them like, hey, I'm going to plead you out. I'm going to try to get you the best deal I can get you. Not actually trying to defend you. Right. But not even not just another number. You're another nigga. And that yeah. doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian or whatever, because you have put yourself in a situation or you've been brought up in a situation where you're going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you getting in trouble and fucking up is costing us time. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we're not going to give you or give somebody the time you really need mm -hmm. to defend yourself. Because if you was going to get in trouble, you should be able to afford that. You know, that's why I say it all goes back to business. They get 20 hours a week and $400 a week to take on 40 caseloads. <laughs> that shit don't add up. Well, that's like if you're on the state level now. But if you go federal, the lawyers are free. You can't even pay a federal lawyer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like for a federal bond, you can't even pay it. They won't let. They won't accept cash for a bond on the feds. So it's either you're gonna get it or you're not. 
that's not fair either. But another thing I wanted to say is about how the feds work is like they got something called career criminal, whereas if you got two violent felonies or two drug-related felonies, you're going to be considered a career criminal. Mm -hmm. Now, if I get caught with a gun, let's say, because I've been in prison two different times, I wouldn't I wouldn't be fall into that category. I might just get five years. But let's say the next person, if they got a drug offense or a violent felony on their past, they're going to be either an armed career criminal or a career criminal. And it's a 20-year mandatory for that. So let's say prior, Shit. a guy got caught with domestic violence 10 years ago, then he got caught with some weed five years ago. Those are his two uh, felonies that make him a career criminal. Now he might just drunk driving or something. They're going to try to lock you up for 20, 25 years just off of your past, and that's I feel like that's not fair. And the whole point I I, I look at from from this standpoint too, when when you do that, especially when it's over some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, uh, not saying domestic violence is bullshit, but if it's ten years ago, you 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 know paid your debt, ha, ain't had to run with, in again with the loss, right? And then you get caught with weed ten years later. It's kind of like dog. So you want me to go to jail, have my record fucked up? I was doing whatever. I get out of jail now. I'm forced to do what? Either depend on the government, you know what I'm saying, or go and make some shape. And then it starts a cycle. And then that's where you see a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they're going in and out because, you know, once you you, you make a mistake once or you, you fuck up, get caught once, and then it's like you branded for life. And then it's hard as shit. And I don't think that's fair either. You know, if I yeah. pay, if I pay my debt to the society or whatever you want to say, you know what I'm saying, then I should have a fair shake when I'm done. You know so, what I'm saying? So let me let me ask y'all this real quick, because y'all brought Unless up. Unless you done did some pedophile shit. Well, listen, let me bring up y'all brought up some good point in regards <laughs> to like the three strike laws and <laughs> mandatory shit sentences. That shit don't fly. And let me ask you this about the mandatory sentences. Like, um, so what about those career criminals? Do you think that they should have a fair shake? Or I mean, I granted, obviously they throw in things that, you know, throwing things at the wall to see what sticks sometimes, but what if you are a repeat violent offender? Okay, so been out, hold on, let me finish. Oh, well, you've been a repeat violent offender who's been out there who's harmed people in society and it has been a parasite on society. This is a way to kind of, you know, help prevent these incidents from coming again. Or we know you're a career criminal, this is going to happen again. So, like, what do y'all feel about? I see. I don't know the law that John is uh, speaking of, so I'm just going to go off of what he's saying. So, if it's you just have two felonies. Violent you know I mean? or drug related. Have to be so violent. to me, that's not maybe I got into a fight when I was 19 and I fucked dude up and whatever, you know, happened. And then 35, I got some weed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That makes me a career criminal. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that shit don't make sense. Now, a career criminal to me is a nigga that go rob niggas. He get caught on robbery. OK, boom. Rob another nigga. <laughs> got out right okay now we see what the fuck you on you trying to make a career out of this but you see what i'm you, saying is so like, like i feel like this if i want to get out here and carry a firearm it's my constitutional right you taking away my constitutional so they saying right because you got a felony you you can just get listen, get murdered there, you, there you, you go know, listen you the constitution don't have any stipulations whether a person is a felon or not so for you to make me a felon in possession of a firearm is going against the constitution so you should be going to the Supreme Court because there are you take away my constitutional rights, my Second Amendment, my right to bear arms. So basically, I got a felony. I can't protect myself. That's not that's not that's not justice because the Constitution don't got any stipulations on it. 
Go you ahead. Get what I'm saying? So, so let me ask you on this. Let me ask you on this, right? I, I'm a I'm a retort on you, John. This is what my retort is, right? There is a there is a a rule. There is a constitutional law that says I can remove your rights under due process. And so, due process is you've been found guilty in a court of law, or you pleaded guilty in a court of law, and that due process saying that you cannot have a gun. I can take that right away from you because of the because of the due process the due process law, right? I believe I know that sucks. Right, dehumanizing the person, I might as well not be an American citizen anymore. They're taking away my <laughs> rights. I'm not. A, I'm not considered an American citizen anymore. I need to be deported. <laughs> I don't got the same rights as you. It's not. Or you can just leave. It's no way that you it's got right. the right to leave. It's no right. It's no way that they can take away any person's constitutional rights. Yeah, he might can leave. I mean, you gotta get a passport, and you know. I'm not trying. Well, to my leave. thing is, I don't disagree with what my nephew. I don't disagree with what my nephew's saying. Like, I I think that once you have served your time, you should all rights should be restored, right? There like, you go. Once you have served your time, once you have probation and parole, you have finished your time. They need you to hand my gun right back. Here's you should, your firearm. You should, That's how they need to be. You doing. should be That's able to get it. your thing. You should be able to get your. I do agree that I think what y'all saying. I think that. Every law, every crime should be taken on its own merit. And I shouldn't be used like my history shouldn't be used against me on a current on my current crime. Right. Like, why? We use history for anything else. I mean, maybe if it's like not my if it's not my rap sheet, like that's not what I'm known for. Let's say I get out there and I go snatch a lady's purse for say. I never done nothing like that. So this should be, I should be judged off my first time committing that crime. Nothing to do with my past. I've, I've been known for carrying guns and selling weed. And all of a sudden I uh, kidnap somebody. This is my first kidnapping. I should be treated like this is my first charge. I mean, they, but the severity of the crime, me. right? No, I mean, yeah, I was just using those. those I know, I'm just messing with you. Quick, you know? But I'm, I'm just messing with you. No, I get I'm you. But no, Smitty, I'm just finish your statement. I'm sorry, I cut you off earlier, Smitty. No, like, no, 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 no. I totally understand that we use history to judge people. Right. Um, but like, I, like this is what I'm saying. Like if like, I have to agree with, I have to agree with John again. Like if I'm not robbing banks and you, and, 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 and you say, okay, listen, in the court of law, I'm gonna bring up all your past things again. If you rob another bank. Right. Yeah. But if he goes out and sells drugs, if he goes on sells drugs and he get caught and arrested, all those bank robberies should not come into play with this whole drug charge, right? I mean, so, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to paint you as a detriment to society. I'm, I'm have a question because if you're prone to breaking law, what fucking difference does it make what law you broke? I mean, at some point in time, I get what you guys saying true. to an extent. I mean, and unless you have a good lawyer and people can really figure out the details of what the crime was, say you were defending your family. And somebody came into your home and then you chased them outside of the home and something happened outside of the home. But it started because that person came after you. Only only a good lawyer is going to divulge that on your record where people can actually see what the crime was. And then something else happened. But you're talking about if I fucking kidnapped and then I turned around and robbed the bank and then I turned around and smacked the bitch. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) These are three different crimes. (laughs) It might have been the same crime. You don't give a fuck about going to jail. I think it needs to be look. I think it needs to be judged um, individually because yeah, if you kidnap somebody, yeah, that's something different than I got into a fight at a bar and I just you know I got an assault charge or whatever. But what they're saying is you're a violent offender with all three charges, and now you go to jail for life because 
you know, you you something that somebody you already did the time for. I did the time for those past crimes. How can these crimes still affect my future? If the time has been served, like I had an outdate for it, I was released off uh term successfully terminated off parole. It, it just don't make any sense. And then another thing I want to say is if someone is to break in my house and I got all my kids here, me being a felon, I can't even protect them. Let's say somebody come in, I shoot them by. I'm going to jail for the gun off the rip. You get what I'm right. saying? And that's not right. This guy broke it. It's like once you got a label as something, you can't, your rights don't even matter anymore. Like I feel like if somebody broke into my house, I just have to sit there and play dead because I'm going to go to jail. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the truth. Though. I, I mean, I get, I get you. I don't even know what to say. I'm going to go to jail, right, man. Right. I'm like, where'd you get the How you going like, to play dead, bro? How you going to do it? Even they caught the guy outside, right? After you shot him, he got injured. I'm you going to jail. They're going to arrest you. They're not yeah, going to they arrest you and crush you. Where did you get the gun from? Why you got a gun? Listen, That's what they want to know. Take the gun away from him. Even if he beat the dude up. Right, like I'm not going as an assault charge. He is going <laughs> like you're going to back to jail because this guy broke in my house. My kids sleeping. Mama walking around butt booty naked. Dude crawling through the. I'm going to jail. What are you talking about? That's how it work out here, man. Nah, I don't yeah. think that's right. So okay, so switching gears into a little bit. So let me let me ask you, you just got <laughs> about this, and that is, do y'all feel that there is? And I know we're kind of out of this model in, in the prison system, but do you feel like there is any re- rehabilitation once those people who are convicted in into prison? Like, do you feel like prison system just make you better criminals? Do we give you opportunities to better yourself when you come outside, even though the laws is kind of fucking you with this anyway? Like, what do y'all feel about rehabilitation? So I'm going to go with you, Lake and then Keenan. Well, what I know personally is they don't take your, they don't take their foot off your neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, after you've been reformed and you spent your time or whatnot, you still can't get a fucking job. You still can't go home to your family if they were living off welfare. You you can barely go to school because you can't make no money. You know what I mean? It, they just drop you in the world and they pretend like there's programs, but it's really to fuck you over. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really think, you know, three hots and a cotton, you know, and cable sound like a bad life, you know? (laughs) That's only because you can't come outside the gates, but shit, it's better than some people have when they get out here and they can't feed their family. You know, it, I don't believe, I don't believe there's reform. To black and white answer, no. Our society does not make it easy to be a felon in America and to continue on your life past your crime. So people need to know that shit when they decide to do some dumb shit. So I'm I'm going to switch it up. Actually, I'm going to go to you, John. Like, what do you feel in regards to rehabilitation reform? Do you feel like there's any reform coming from the prison system? And would you like to see a better transitional plan for those who being um, who who reached their out date or who being uh, paroled? Well, I definitely believe rehabilitation is in effect, because like I said, I know a lot of guys that did a lot of time, but if the time was justified. They got the right amount of time. And they feel like, okay, I did this. Let me sit my ass down for this 10 years. Okay. But if they gave you over time, I know I wasn't supposed to get no 25 years. I'm coming home mad. These guys is coming home like angry because they got, they got nailed to the coffin, man. Like they, they overdoing the time. Like they just mm-hmm. got to do it right. But, but rehabilitation is right. Like me, I got my GD while I was locked up. I didn't even get my GD in the street. I went in there, took the test one time, and passed it. I could have been took it, but 
but I just wasn't had my head on right. But when I got in there and I, you know what I'm saying, took the little programs I got thinking for a change and all these other programs and stuff, they, they trying, but it all depends on the time. Like I said, like some people ain't trying to sit in there for 25 years hearing about how they don't need to be doing this, doing this. And they 40, 50 years old now when they, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it all, it's all about the time. The rehabilitation is all about the time. It all depends on the time. So what would you like to see, like, especially when people come home, especially those do individuals that, you know, are obviously upset because they got overtime. Like what kind of transitional plan or what kind of services should be offered off of like to the, make you a better? Like at the community colleges, they need to set up, okay, felony, uh, let's say felony friendly uh, programs just for some to get you in school and enroll to stay out of trouble. Like at WC3 or the Baker Colleges, they need to have something for people that just, rehabilitation systems for people that just got out and help them get on the right path, places they can stay. They're going to put you in the halfway house and just kick you up out of there. Like they need to have, okay, let's file out these Section 8 form. They need to have somebody that's going to be doing the actual work for the people that don't know what's going on. These people get out here 25 years, they don't even know how to use a smartphone. They don't know how to use none of that stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. it's real, it's a real big difference, man. It's real behind the wall, but they need to have it right out here. Like I can go somewhere and talk to somebody, counseling or whatever a person may need. They just don't got it set up right. Like it can be done right, but they got to put in the effort. They just want you to get your time, kick you out, and they want to catch you doing something else again. You know what I'm saying? They don't really care about you, got to feed your family, or you just trying to walk a straight and narrow. They don't got the right programs in the street. They got programs behind the wall, but once you get out here in the real world, it's like poof, they, they don't exist no more. You're on your own again. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Appreciate it. Uh Mr. Keys, what what about you, sir? What, what Man, what's your John, John said it all. Like the I whole mean, to rehabilitate you and fix whatever's broken or whatever they say need to be right for you to be in society. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker wanna get out of jail. So it's like what I gotta do. But the whole thing is maybe you ain't learn it when you got in, maybe you was younger or you ain't pay attention. You know what I'm saying? So if you want me to uh, get out and not come back in this motherfucker and not cost the taxpayers any money, then pull my coattail. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you got to let your kids go when they 18, 19, 20, you got to pray that they going to, you know, do the right thing. But you also got to, you know, give them a little coach and let them know. Everybody don't know everything. But just to send somebody out there like, oh, you fucked up. Go out there, figure it out. And I mean, anybody is you, you want to survive. So if it's if it's going out and doing some shit or my family, nigga, it goes right back to that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not about to lay lay down and die. So and and then it's a cycle. It, it is it's a vicious cycle. And I and I think you know I totally agree with John that um, it's a you know obviously I've never served any time or been arrested or anything like that. But I can only imagine how it's been for you to be locked up in a, a cell X amount of times being told when to eat, sleep and piss and then get back out in the world and just like, all right, here, I'm going to give you all your lives back. Go play this game that you never learned or that you don't remember how to play. And it's been changed. It didn't involve, you know, I went in, the internet wasn't even a thing. I come out, motherfuckers got only fans pages. Like bitches, you know, like you just selling pussy on the internet. I went in, you know, it was a it was a $25. It's free. I, I have to pay for this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's free. Nah, niggas selling pussy on the internet. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it's digital. That's a shock, though. That's, That's a what shock. I'm saying. Like, they definitely need some. Well, my, um, I got a wife had a question. Oh, I got a question for uh, for John, right? Like, okay, with these programs, if they if they develop these 
external programs to get people back into like the swing of things, right? Like the the college program that you mentioned, right? Do you think felons would take take those offers and use them? Yeah, because right now it's hard even getting a job as a felon. So like if they offer in a program, we could say we're gonna fill out these applications for you right here online for you can be uh, looked at by these people, these people, like it'll have somebody help them. Like people don't know where to look for the right job. People don't know who is hiring felonies, like felons. People don't have the, the acknowledgement of the stuff. And they, it's like they hide, they're not hiding it, but they're just not putting it out in your face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You and then also, I can't go to McDonald's and fill out no application. I know they're not going to hire me. I got 20 tattoos on my face. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a difference. Like they just also on that, I would say to make it man- mandatory because you know, you get out, you own, probation parole whatever and you, and you got to pay these fees so i'd rather you make make that be a, a stipulation of my release i got to go through these programs to get on my feet it's kind of ensuring like hey we're gonna teach you a trade you know what what do you want to do we're gonna see what we can do to get you to be, yeah, uh, be productive you're supposed to pay for your room and board too where i'm supposed to stay at i just got out for 10 years and all my family did. what do you what expect you homeless i like, guess you feel me can I jump in here from the female perspective because y'all, I, I, I get it and I empathize. You know what I mean? But yeah, they will hire you at McDonald's. But the issue is most of the bros I know that get out of prison, they above McDonald's. They yeah. above scrubbing the toilet. They above getting there and starting off at minimum wage because especially if they went in and they was really making money, they ain't about to do whatever it takes to make sure they people taken care of. They want to get a fast break. You know what I mean? Like everybody don't have to have everything done for them. They don't motherfuckers. I know felons that went to focus hope and got journeyman degree with the felony. the programs there. But I also know motherfuckers who had that opportunity and they just didn't want to go to school. They didn't want to try. Because yeah. that was the whole mentality that got them locked up in the first fucking place. And the only reason why that's so sensitive to me, because I'm the female that's being left behind when a motherfucker could have been scrubbing toilets in the beginning. But he wanted to sell a bag to make sure that we was dressed fresh or we had the right cars when we could have just been living averagely. And you ain't have to well, do all that shit from the well, beginning. So by now, I didn't have to support you through prison because you could have worked your way up. Like a, for me, like a man is supposed to if he doesn't have certain tools. So it's like a catch-22 because everybody in prison ain't, ain't in need of help. They're getting, like you said, you got your GED when you were in prison. So therefore, your educational level went up from the time you went in to the time you got out. Motherfuckers getting law degrees and spending their time studying. But mm-hmm. because they have enhanced their mind they still not willing to work their bodies like a motherfucker who did a crime to set themselves back and they own motherfucking life. And when you out here and you've been out here for the past 10 years, you would know some of us who didn't even do shit is set back and trying to scrub toilets or do what we need to do just to make ends meet. You know, so a lot of times I feel motherfuckers come out and that be some bogus ass excuse. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? And that's the flip side of so, it. So 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 I, I I think I think the 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 you said it best with the catch 22, right? Like 
if I'm a man scrubbing the toilets, I'm not gonna get no girl, right? Like that just doesn't happen, right? Like yeah. just being just being real, right? Uh, like, like I know, I know Lake has evolved and she and she's grown, but if we talking, we talking 20 years ago, right? Lake wouldn't have gave that nigga no time of day because he she knew she can get another nigga that can give her what she wanted. Um when she wanted now that she's now she's settled in and she's older and wiser, she's like, she's like, well, fuck that. I, I don't I, I rather you scrub tallest than be in jail, right? Like this she's like that. Still fucking niggas with no jobs out here, no car, yeah. no Uber money. I ain't got no job. No Uber know. money. And, and I bet you got some <laughs> pussy at the crib right now. Selfish though. <laughs> it don't matter. That's what I'm saying. So my bro. whole point that maybe I wouldn't have been the female that he wanted or he was looking for or he felt because he scrubbed. So all these Mexicans got women. They scrubbing the Mexicans, the Mexicans Mexican going to do anything. Bullshit. I don't give a fuck. You know what Me- I mean? Yeah, uh, Dismiss me with Trump excuses. Said. That's all I'm saying. You heard what Trump said. They come into our country, they take our jobs and they rape our women. That wasn't them. That's just what baby Trump said. Well, I mean, we'll see that. that, So that that brings to a good point. And that is, (laughs) how do y'all feel in regards to, you know, candidate A, candidate B, you know, in regards to, you know, their their theories or their plans to help with criminal justice reform? Trump 2020. Trump helped uh, me get out of jail personally. The First Step Act gave all federal inmates seven extra days on each calendar year to get out. So I'm going for Trump. Okay. And we well, got the same birthday, so I'm, I'm trying to make America great again. <laughs> Holy shit. Birds of the feather. I appreciate that. There we go. Okay. What about you? What What about the rest of y'all? So, Smitty, I'm going to go to you, then Keenan, then Lake. Uh, so... Uh, Biden was a part of that whole 90s movement of like yeah. tougher crime, right? Correct. Um, and so he's trying to do and and um uh, Kamala Harris, she was a prosecutor for California, right? And the tough so one. so so the the Biden camp don't have no good record on criminal justice reform, okay? Just being honest, right? Trump has Trump is Trump is a criminal himself, right? Like he he, he 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 knows, but he is willing to use the power of his office to 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 give felons back their lives, right? Like right. he's written so many pardons to felons. Um, he, he's got he's got his friends out. Like he's the president. Like I'm not here. I'm not advocating for Trump by no means, but when it comes down to that pardon power, he is he's not scared to use it. Nope. Like if you got somebody, you, you can up. you can send you can if you send him on tr- Twitter like I'm a felon, can you give me a pardon? He literally writes these pardons out to people trying to give them a better life, right? He does. No he president does. does that. Trump is pro felon. No, nope. anybody that got so, somebody locked up, they gonna vote for Trump. He gonna get their vote, man. So mm-hmm. I I tell you this, yeah. as far as Trump, I cannot deny what y'all saying. I agree. It's just what? everything else about Trump. What's your is what turns me off? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, like, how he carries himself, you know what I'm saying, all together as a man, I just can't, I can't vibe with, you know what No, see, we only talk about what he doing for the prisoners, though. We can't talk about how his characteristics yeah, he I mean, stuff, but he for the doing prisoners, the right I mean, thing yeah, I mean, for that, up. but he, that doesn't get my vote, though. That, you know, I, I get fact, him that, though. About the prisoners. I get him that, though. I get him that, but, nigga. If people in jail could vote, if they had a poll in jail, 
Trump gonna win by a landslide. And I can hundred so percent guarantee you that. So Keenan, what what are your thoughts about Biden, who had the nineteen ninety two crime bill, and Kamala Harris, who I mean, is constantly criticized about her being a harsh prosecutor when it came or DA when it came to um you know felonies and charges? She, and, uh, and me, I'm gonna say this right. I she can't even people, argue that. I me, can't argue let me put that. It this way. Let me put this way. Kamala Harris had people wrongfully convicted in her state and she wouldn't let out. I never even heard of Biden, man. I was born in the 90s, so he he not doing hey, nothing. I can't so, argue with that. Trump. So that, that brings me to another topic. And Lake, I'm going to go to you with this or bring me to another part of this topic. And that is with convictions or, or with uh, wrongful convictions, do you think it should be easier for overturning those wrongful convictions instead of having this process where, I mean, people are sitting in years in jail. I mean, hell, if we take uh, uh, Khalif Browder, I mean, he sat in there for a stolen book bag that he didn't steal three years. I mean, the man came out broken after that, and he was a kid going in and came out broken because I didn't do anything, and I didn't even have my chance in court to even say I didn't do anything. So, like, do you feel it should be easier to overturn these wrongful convictions? Conviction. Oh, it should, it should be as easy as saying, let them out, open the doors, just like in a movie. Okay. That's it. I mean, if, if, yeah. if, it's, if it's proven that it's wrongful, you know what I mean? Shouldn't be no process because everybody got keys to the prison. You know what I mean? They can easily unlock the door and let the motherfucker out. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I should be able to get out on Sunday morning if I had to, if I had to do it. They got to wake you, wait the weekend and all that crazy stuff like they closed. Right, <laughs> they're not accepting niggas. They, they ain't accepting niggas on the weekend. Yeah, right. They ain't kicking niggas I, out on the weekend. They ain't but accepting. you know what? I I want to go back, um, Courtney, because I think it's sad. I, I, I'm sorry, young man. I have to apologize again because Trump, being a businessman, know exactly how to get the population vote of African Americans. Right. You know what I mean? Of the motherfuckers who ain't. What about the motherfuckers like me that's out here? that's busting their ass and getting it torn open because of his presidency. You know what I mean? Y'all in there and y'all ain't even getting the full information. Yeah, that's why you got to be the voice of that. We don't know about that. That's why you the voice of that. I can't speak on that. That's what I'm saying. That's fucked up because like you said, if you gave everybody a ballot inside, a ballot inside, they would Trump all day Mm -hmm. with no information. All they know is that my nigga got out. Yeah. He let my nigga out. Like if I if I take 70 days off of my 10 year sentence, I'll be home any sooner. And if I get good behavior to be sooner than that, you know, you're gonna get th- you're gonna get 35 days. He just added the extra seven days good good time. So you're gonna get like 42 days off each year. You fellas are some mathematicians. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trump. That's <laughs> Trump. He may be like <laughs> Trump did <it>. Trump. <laughs> he did that That's math. Quick to the motherfucker. He saw the numbers and shit. Wait, oh, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I can see the little signs and symbols over his head. Yeah. I just did 60 months. I know about I, I had nothing to do. I had 60 months, five years locked up. So I know all about everything behind the wall. You know what I'm saying? Right. Trump got it. But outside the wall, it's new to me. Like the stuff that he's doing, like all the health care. I don't know about what he's doing for other people. You know what I'm saying? I can just speak on what he did for me. You know what I'm saying? The people that, that I know. And that's the thing, because in our community... We have so many of yous, you know what I mean, that it touches our heart. You know, I, I want so badly for my son's father to be home for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Trump was to partner. Well, he's going to help with Trump. He's going to help getting home early, right? With the extra seven days. 
Well, maybe because I mean, if it's up to me, that should be out the window. Come November, I think I think I have to go back to like what what John is saying, right? Like the reason the reason he he's like a pro Trump supporter is because he Trump has directly affected him, right? right? A lot of people can't like we have each of us have a Trump story, right? Like like Trump did this for me, right? Like a lot of times right. you can't even say that for a president when when the, when those companies when he gave that big tax break, he forced all those companies. Negotiate a company to give everybody a thousand dollars back in the you know like a check right. I got thousand dollars back. I I can't say the president hasn't done anything directly for me. Like I can't like Obama. I can't tell you what he did directly for me. Right. Like I can't tell you that. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what Clinton did directly for me. What Bush did directly for me. But I can tell you three things Trump has done for me personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He cut my taxes. Wait a minute. He- Calm yourself because you, you sounded a little bit like you pushing some shit. <laughs> say, say this, don't, don't say it like a speech, my nigga. We don't need that. Hey, <laughs> hey, you you did have that Herman Cain fag flying real high in the background, bro. <laughs> hey, Rest but listen. Three things. <laughs> listen, but if that's your choice, I'm going to let people know out there. If your choice, I'm not vote for I'm not vote for Trump. Though. But even if you wanted to, just you you exercise your vote how you want to write exercise your vote. I'm not voting for Trump, though. You, however, that person effectively, if you, who you feel personally aligned with your goals and how they affect you and, and, and bring you to what you feel like you should, your life should be, then you vote how you want to vote. I know you're not voting. But I don't. For Trump, I don't maybe. think. But also, I don't. Think I, Trump, we, I, don't I don't think Trump's going to reform the criminal justice because he's he's saying he's a law and order president, right? He, he trying to lock more niggas up now, All right? Like every day, he's trying, to lock, he's trying to lock people up now, right? Like protesters, he's like, I'm locking up. But I do have to say. That he has cut crime down in certain cities, like you know, he has sent in the FBI and stuff like that to cut crime down. I have to give him that. Crimes going on. They got that white collar crime going on right now. He Trump <laughs> know what he's doing, man. Listen, he got it all. He's not going to fail. He got this. He got it. In, he got it in the figure four. What is he, he trying to do though? Like, how's it going to make? Because I I look at it as like a whole, like. No, Let's I feel say like with um the Affordable Care Act, right? Like it didn't, it didn't directly affect me, but I know some folks who benefited well, see, from it. Like I can't you know say it didn't, right, Keenan? Because I mean, if you had a pre-existing condition, if you didn't have a, a health insurance to your employer, it did affect you. It allowed you to be able to get insurance because you did. You, if like if you had a pre-existing condition, it was really hard to impossible if it wasn't through your employer to get insurance. My, well, that's, that's not my case. Mine's is unique, too. right? And but that too. You say what? So the age, said, the age for you when you got kicked off of your parents' insurance went increased yeah. under that too. But we're not talking about that. So I'm just saying, in in overall, like <laughs> that nigga I don't think, the fuck I, up with that shit. Get back on topic, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I, I overall though, I don't think that. Trump's going to reform the criminal justice system the way that we want to see criminal justice reform. Exactly. And I don't think I don't think Biden's going to do the same. I think Biden is going to be he's going to he's going to probably start trying to undo the 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 some of the the 90s criminal yeah. reform. Right. But I don't think he's going to get that far because you got Kamala Harris in the air, former prosecutor, top California prosecutor saying, hey, we can't let these people out. We can't do these things. Right. Second. Uh, I think it's going to be more of a status quo with Biden where it, 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 we get small wins, but I don't think Trump's going to to, to reform it either. So, like, I, I think it's going to be a, a process over time. 
and we got to really define as black people what we want to see in the in the criminal justice reform right like what we want what we really want to see like do we want to have juries look more like the defendant right like mm-hmm. i want when i if i ever go up in front of trial i want a bunch of black people in my jury i mean exactly. they say jury by your peers and it's like well how is they my peers did the motherfuckers grow up in detroit are they six mile they west side cats do you know did they go to you know the high school i with? like what scour the earth motherfucker for people to look like me but shit. that's what i'm saying like what makes them my peers if they all 40 to 50 year old white men who they i relate to me and from iowa and it's like well, how do they relate to me how are they my peers if, if if they're not like they don't relate to me, they don't have the same cultural background, the same experiences. How does that even work? So, what, what I mean, Keenan, what's your thoughts in, in regards to that? Especially because I'm a, I'm gonna go to something else after this, and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. So, what's your thoughts in in regards to that? Like juries, I mean, they should be look like you, right? Or am I wrong? Like, what do you feel about that? I think they should. I should. I think it should be somewhat the same demographic. Um, because then they'll, they'll be able to understand, you know, the uh, situation, you know, um, whatever you're going through. If you got some white guys, that's like, you know, you're trying to decide if uh, a case and it's drugs. Oh, what's why would he go sell drugs? Why would he go do these things? They're not going to understand. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and that's already as as just, you know, unfair, you know, because they won't understand. And it'd be a, a bias already placed in their head. You know, so it needs to be the same demographic. Okay, uh, Lake and John, I got. So, what do y'all feel like? Should the should the jury itself be a mandatory quarter of the jury? Be the be of the same race of the individual that is being um, doing through a court process? Like, should that should that just even be mandatory? So, what are your thoughts in regards to like jury selection? It should it, it absolutely absolutely should be mandatory. Mandatory, and we see a lot of African American people, everybody a jury looking like them or understanding their plot or where they came from. Like I always question. I grew up in the city of Detroit, but I have a bachelor's and a master's degree. You know, mm-hmm. and then I moved back to the city of Detroit. I've never been called for jury duty. And I always felt like, I wonder it's because I have too much mixture or maybe too much understanding of my peers where I could actually see the person and see their capabilities or possibilities of see or see the situation and be able to um, think that out in a educational way, I should say, you know, never once have I been called Me neither. to Me neither. sit on the jury to of my peers. And it, it always seems strange to me because the people that I have seen mm-hmm. called in, it'll be like, you know, they just going to hear a story. They're not going to do any deductive reasoning. Right. You know, they're not going to, they're not going to weigh the situation. Most of them just want to get home or get out of it. I really want to do jury duty. You me know, too. I, me too. I yeah. really want to be able to be a judgment of my peers because I never see anybody that looks like me. Leave that you up know? to the judge. You say leave it to the judge. You you don't yeah. want a jury. You want the judge to decide. Why is that? Oh my! Let some people judge me, and they wouldn't even. They don't got no so saying nothing. They gonna be able to tell me if I get life or death, and they they just gonna go home at the end. Of, no man, they don't even work here. Let the judge be the one to decide that. Why? Somebody could be in the jury and somebody I knew 20 years ago used to play baseball with his son or something. He been not like me. 
that's not fair. You don't know who them jurors is, man. So it's you all rather, up to the judge. So you rather have a judge the man all the time. That's the only, that's his job. If that's the case, we're about to get rid of the nigga. <laughs> they don't well, work he, here. <laughs> I kind of feel that though, because yes. it goes back to education and the law. You know what I mean? If if they have worked their way up to being a judge and this is their profession, you know, I get it. They should be able to judge strictly on the evidence. And what the law is. Impartiality. What I'm saying, they should be impartial. The they should be impartial. Yeah. They what is should the purpose be. of the jury if the judge is going to make the final decision? Or what is the purpose of the judge if the jury is going to make the final decision? One of them need to be eliminated. Well, I feel like it's checks and balances, right? Like, <laughs> you know, to get impartial, I got 12 randomly selected people to come in and hear their story to see if I feel or see if they feel the same way or that. They what, what if it's more of a recommendation from the jury? Well, I mean, and most of the time it is, final. ain't it? No, but the judge gonna have the final say so anyway. We the jury find the defendant not guilty. The judge will say, "Uh, let's let's just hold on. I think he's guilty. It don't matter. They can do anything they want to do. It's all about what you let them do. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, if I'm out here robbing white people, something like that, they are gonna give me an all white jury for sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna get cooked. Now let's say they give me an all black jury, I might not get cooked, but the judge white. He might still want to cook. It's like a game that they playing, man. I don't, it don't make any sense to have both. Okay. So Smitty, I'm going to come to you and then we're going to wrap this thing up. And I want to ask you about this, especially in light of uh, what came down in regards to the grand jury uh, decision with Breonna Taylor and rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. What do you feel in regards to, um, a no knock warrants and B whether or not the grand jury should either A be done with done away with or B open up and get rid of the secrecy. Um, so I'll start with no knock warrants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there should be a such thing as a no knock warrant. Um, just before the simple fact is that the but the element of surprise have, I can catch you in but you but you have a you have a right like. Like I, you need to give me the paper. Like you, like I can't be, you know, you like I can't have search and seizure done without without you telling me about it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a no knock warrant automatically puts you into a constitutional legality, right? Like that's against the law because I need to knock on the door, present you with the warrant. I can search the warrant and tell you what you're looking for. Like, oh, you looking for this? You can't like like and the warrant should be very specific. The warrant like. They forgot like some of the rules around warrant. It has become very lax. Like any evidence of a any evidence of a a uh, of a nature of a crime, right? No, it needs to be very specific. I'm looking for a body or of uh, some drugs, right? Like okay, it needs to be very yeah. specific. And and so I don't believe no no I believe no knock warrants are illegal. And then the uh, the second question was. In, in regards to grand jury, in regards to grand, grand jury, jury yeah. should they be done away with altogether, or should or or if not, should they at least be opened up to dispel the secrecy behind what takes place in the grand jury? Uh, okay, so I understand the concept of grand jury, right? Like um, before the before the uh, the prosecutor can bring charges against you, right? It needs to be enough evidence against this body of people to say. Yeah, we think it's enough evidence for you to charge, right? It's like a prelude to a trial, right? Um, but the idea behind it is that it's only for the uh, the prosecutor. But right. I, I, 
I don't disagree with it, right? Like, if I'm the prosecutor, I want to have a, some an audience to run my thing by before I convict you, before I run it by you, right? Just like when I like I have, I have a grand jury, right? My friends are my grand jury. Hey, I want to do this. What do you think? No, I don't think you should do that. That's not really good. Or yeah, I think that's good. You can can you afford it? You ask questions, right? That's right. the purpose of the grand jury, right? Like to kind of get you in front of it. And uh, I think the grand jury do save a lot of people from actually being charged in the scheme of things, right? If mm-hmm. I get to run it by you, like, yeah, I'm not going to see whether or not it's viable. Uh, Mr. Keys, what about you, sir? So what do you feel about A, no, not warrants, and B, you know, grand juries and whether or not they should be opened up from secrecy? No, not warrants um, shouldn't be a thing. You know, um, I mean, if you look at the news, a lot of times people are fucking up. They're going to the wrong house. You know what I'm saying? So, or the criminal already caught. You feel me? So, I, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, the information you have could be wrong. You just never know. You go in, and if you bust in my house, if someone busts in my house right now, I'm shooting the shit out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. Police or not. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe if you not, you just said, I'm looking for so and so. I've been like, oh, that motherfucker next door. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But so, um grand jury shouldn't be any you know what i'm not even gonna speak speak on that that's 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 not even my lane okay yeah i appreciate that late what about you well definitely i'm in agreement with smitty on both actually you know a no-knock warrant as we see is some bullshit and a lot of mistakes can happen and even though most of us don't read contracts or wordy documents at least you have the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. at least you're able to defend yourself as an american citizen just getting your door i mean we've lost babies in our city yeah, we have because no knock warrant you know what i mean and, and i i feel like they need to assess the property and be able to know what they're walking into as well mm-hmm. you know and that that's une- unacceptable policing period right um as far as the grand jury, I, I, I'm in agreement with that, but I do believe that the secretiveness of it is some bullshit. You know what I mean? We really need to know what was what put on place. the table yeah. and what actually they were deciding on. Because like Smitty said, as friends, we could be your grand jury, but how many times have you talked to your friend and they don't put the whole story on the table? Mm-hmm. Because they want you to sway in their position of what they had in their mind in the first place. And so if more of us are involved and we get able to see somebody can stand up, even the judge, you know what I mean? Or whomever, like, wait a minute. No, what about X, Y, and Z? Why are we talking about this? Why isn't this part an issue? So you telling me we're not going to talk about the fact that they just kicked in the door and started shooting. We're going we're gonna to erase that part mm-hmm. and we're going to go to the oops, it was a mistake part. No, fuck that. No, I know, you know, no, I so agree. that's my opinion. I agree. All right. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much. I'm going to go ahead and end this here. I appreciate all y'all wonderful comments. You know, this was just an amazing episode. So we're going to put this out um, real quick. Y'all, um, we're going to go with Sky and then we go go with Lake. Go ahead and tell me, you know, just go ahead and shout y'all out real quick. We got Sky Edibles. Go and check me out at uh, Sky underscore Edibles IG. Facebook, Sky Edibles. Did some good shit this weekend. We had some mashed potato bowls. Yeah, like the ones KFC got. Mashed potatoes. 
corn, gravy, cheese, chicken. Ooh, infused. Did it all have to, uh, the, the oil in there? Oh, man. Let me tell you. Oh, man. And I had some uh, wings. These some wings I used to make my wife. Um, and I just infused them. Ooh. Boy, I ate them at like seven yesterday. Woke up at like four. Still high. Ooh. <laughs> so it's going to be some more... Uh, actual dinners coming you know it's gonna be mm -hmm. some steaks i got a baked potato uh coming out another two weeks uh my um croissant pizza you know what i'm saying all infused so please check the page i'll go and follow and you can tap in i'm giving out samples too i'm trying everything i'm giving out samples give me ten dollars for each item i'm delivering it just to get your review where, where are we going though uh sky underscore edibles at ig appreciate it say it hey. earlier brother say it earlier hey. Appreciate it. And you still doing your, your uh, 20%, 15%? Oh, yeah. We are doing 20%. All you got to do is uh, reach out Facebook, Sky Edibles, IG, Sky underscore Edibles with your order. Mention, fuck your feelings as a promo code. You're getting 20% off. Appreciate Delivery it. is free. Orders, 50 and up. Orders, 50 and under. $10 delivery. Get at me. <laughs> and what about you, Lake? Go ahead. What you got going on? Hey, what's going on, y'all? I am doing my photography thing. It was something I was doing about 15 years ago. I picked up back, I picked back up my camera during COVID and I've been doing some amazing work. I'm working with DetroitEssence.com. Um, so you can look up some of our photograph works. I do weddings, birthday parties and studio. I'm actually working out of a studio here in Detroit in the Greenfield Plaza. So um, anybody can look me up, Lake Butler. Y'all know me, Queen of Dark Love on Instagram, you know, and I can um, enter that bourgeois or anything else to make your heart pump, pump, pump. Like, she, does nude, <laughs> she does nude shoots as well. well she I, do, do, I, <laughs> hey, I do anything you pay me for. I, it, 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 this is a no judgment zone and I have a private room. And the lobby, so oh shit, that's so what's up. I be a private what, dancer. Yes, and I, for money, <laughs> do what? <laughs> I mean, we are gonna keep the Tina going. So, so the great thing about it is, you know, and they can come to the studio, and then if they get hungry, we can have delivery from Sky Edibles because I got a straight you line to the CEO. You and know? mention that promo. So you yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all. So listen, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fuck underscore yo underscore feelings. Uh, leave us a comment. Give us topics if you want. Shoot us an email at the podcast.fyf at gmail.com if you want us to read your email online while we're on the show. You know, whatever. We'll shout you out. Please hit us up. Check us out. We, we love you. Everybody who has left comments and told us uh, show support for the show. We truly appreciate y'all. Thank you, Lake, Keenan. The boy John boy, thank you, Smitty, for everybody coming on. I love y'all. Be safe out there. And as always, fuck your feelings. One. <laughs> <laughs>